Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real Vets Podcast. Real Vets. Yeah. Are we recording? Is we are. We are live. That That's it. All right. Nate tasked well, me. I was going to say, go, Brian. It, it, fucking nailed it. <laughs> Nate tasked me <laughs> with doing <laughs> the <laughs> intro. <laughs> <this time. laughs> yeah. If you want, I can like copy that and get you an actual soundtrack intro. What's wrong with that? I think you should make that your <laughs> ringtone. Yeah. You should make that your ringtone, bro. You got to do the air guitar too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Brian Britton. Tip of the Spear Real Estate Team presents Real Vets Podcast. We are back again, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Super happy to have the team here. Cheers. We have our, our normal, uh, we have the normal cast, Nate Shermer, Emmeline Park, good old, good old Tommy Neff, and Charles Cox, our, uh, our hosts. And we have our special guest, the one and only Dr. Bjorn Johnson today. Hey, he went Hello. big. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Wait, you're a doctor? Yeah. PhD? Yeah. An actual yeah. yeah they, they wouldn't give me the one that I had access to drugs and medicine. So. <laughs> Wait till now to drop that? Yeah. I didn't. He did. No, I didn't. <laughs> what is your doctorate at? Computer. Um, all right. Okay, so you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard to spit this one out. Uh, artificial genetic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Artificial genetic optimization for graphical processing units. So what? computer Damn. science. Holy shit! Wow, so you're like a smart motherfucker. Apparently, <laughs> apparently you were in the navy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Computer. Yeah, it's computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, computer science. Sweet. So, uh, navy vet, currently a home inspector, um, one of the best, right? Tell us about yourself. Uh. I'm a Sagittarius, so like long walks on the beach. Hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I enlisted in the Navy at 18, which is actually funny because all through high school I worked in restaurants and I wanted to be a chef because the chef life was sexy. Oh, yeah. And I even like took courses and everything in high school and, and was so ready to like, go. Hell yeah, put me in the galley, baby. Yeah. I'm ready. Well, I realized that if I become a chef, I'm going to work guaranteed every holiday and weekend. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So instead, I joined the Navy and worked every holiday and weekend. <laughs> on a fucking boat. Yeah, yeah, on a boat. On a boat. <laughs> yeah. What boat were you attached to? Um, so I, I enlisted, went to Great Mistakes uh, for oh, boot camp. Yeah. actually got my, my A school, which is... Uh, like the MOS school yeah. in Philadelphia, which was half half an hour from my house in oh, South shit. Jersey. That's awesome. So, and that was a that was a long one. That was like a six month school, and so kind of went to high school, went to boot camp, went back home for six months, and had money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was I was the rich kid. Had had my military ID, and at Devone's liquor store, they didn't even know where the birth date on it was <laughs> so you just flash the military id and like all the beer you want just comes oh, yes. um and then i got once i finished there i got stationed on the carl vinson out here yeah out, yeah out here in uh alan well and i was actually up in alameda uh by san francisco and realized it was way too big way too big way too many people yeah too many fucking mouths to feed yeah so Jesus. i was i was guaranteed well no i wasn't a cook i was a welder i i totally ditched all the cook i was a welder pipe fitter um uh 
So it was like a jack of all trades, so carpentry you went, welding. So you went went from uh, restauranting background, wanting to become a chef and do that whole thing, join the military and into welding. Yeah, it's a logical. Yeah, yeah. Now you're a computer doctor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, checks out. Yeah, well, we can get into that later. But actually, I am a I am a computer. Um, Wizard? Scientist? No, I, 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 I make computers have sex. Oh, sick. Oh. Yeah. Computer pimp. Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah, dude. Like that. Ooh, that's good. Fertility, fertility special. You got all yeah, of our time. Yeah. Computer fertility special. <laughs> <But, um, laughs> so, so realized I didn't like that. And then um, I was guaranteed to go to a C school, which was like an advanced school. So I went to that and it was up again in Chicago. In, oh, and I've only been in Chicago in the months of November, December, and January. Oh, those oh, are the best months, yes. bud. Those are the best yes, it's months, great. bud. It's great. Super warm. Yeah, super warm. Yeah, you, get, yeah, they, you go on the beach yeah. on the Great Lakes. Yeah. yeah. It's great. How many uh, times do you get shot? 16. <laughs> Back in those days, Chicago was okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We're talking about Yeah, you just stay away. Caprini Green. Gotcha. So I went to the C-School, and then I got a station that um, – Actually, destroyer for a very tiny bit because it was decommissioning, and then went up to the LCAC unit up on Pendleton. Mm. Um, and then what did, years were you there? Uh, uh, way before you. Ninety-six yeah. to ninety-nine, <laughs> okay. or no, to two thousand. Why are you trying to yeah. age him, man? I'm just yeah. asking. Yeah. I, I wanted to see if he knew him on base. That's all. <laughs> well, because I was stationed at Pendleton, I was yeah. there from 02 to 06. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was 15 when he was there. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think so was I was I. about the yeah. same. <laughs> um, yeah, did uh, like new deployments with them, and then um, I took my E6 exam and aced it, but. I'd only been in for five years, so I missed the multiple by like forty-four points because the people who were making the Navy fucking sucks. Yeah, because and the, they don't recognize talent. Yeah, the people yeah. who were making first class, you know, were in the twelve the twelve to fifteen years. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to wait around six years for a pay raise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but my lieutenant put the ECP package in, so I did the list and commissioning program and got thirty months at San Diego State. Nice. Getting bossed around by, oh, what do they call the, the like, kids in college before oh, they the, get commissioned? The, the ROTC or the whatever. Pricks. Yeah, pricks. <laughs> oh. uh, no, it's not. Uh, midshipmen. There we yeah. go. Midshipmen. Yeah. Go. So, yeah. So the the unit commander and all the, so all the kids who went from high school to college. They all wanted to do the the important jobs, and everyone who knew better, who was prior enlisted, was like, "Yeah, yeah have that." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, then went from there to I had to get my pin, so I went to a minesweeper for a little bit, and then I went to the first MEF forever. Um, did uh, naval gunnery liaison officer with a bunch of uh, fire support teams, Iraq, Afghanistan, blah blah blah. Went back to EWG. TG pack and taught some uh, advanced like climbing and mountaineering and um, expeditionary warfare type stuff. Where did I end up? There were some air quotes in there for those. Yeah, air know. quotes. Yeah, expeditionary warfare, which is now a an official category in the Navy. Hey, hey, I've spent my whole career in expeditionary. <laughs> <laughs> we were a, a, a river. 
Right. Um, so I was with Mobile Security Squadron, oh! but it's, you know, Riverine <laughs> Squadron now, but they changed yeah. the name back to the original Mobile Security. So they well, keep changing their names. But It was yeah. probably a four-year, but uh, I did a couple of jobs, and, and, and the NSSF and the MSDs were there. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Clashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it clashed a little bit. That was before your time when they were dumb and stupid. I'm sure you turned that entire. It's a lot. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you turned that entire unit around. Yeah. Um, I think it's exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, now it's hard to it's hard to bust on them with with them in the room. But uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, we, got some, we used to call them like the. The sucky swicks. Yes. You know the guy. <laughs> the guy. The guys who couldn't make special warfare combat yep. crafts. Did MSD. No offense. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't have done swick anyway, so you you just had a choice. Yeah. So yeah, but we call them like the sucky swicks and some other other choice stuff. What are you but, talking about, bro? My boat's the exact same as swicks. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Duds in there. It's not. Huh? We had a lot of bud studs. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of seal training. Yeah. A lot of bud studs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nate, so much love in the Navy. <laughs> hey, well, I can't take because I, I, I was a bud stud, but I was, it wasn't my fault. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there we go. Yeah. Um, we were doing Rocky Beach Landing. It was, I would have been class 186. We were doing Rocky Beach Landing. Was it 186 or 187? At class doesn't matter unless you pass it. Um, and uh, as we were coming up to the, the jetty, the Oh, as we were coming up to the jetty, uh, we, we hit a wave, flipped the boat. It was rock, ankle, boat, mm. and spun my foot 85 degrees. So my right foot, if, if you know, like, normally my legs were straight out, my right foot was pointing back at about 5 o'clock. Sick. <laughs> Uns- mm. un- and unbeknownst to me that I would have expected it to have sprung back. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 it just it just stayed there. What the hell, lazy yeah. foot? Um, yeah, so that, that was a seven seven plate uh, a plate and seven screws later, Jeez. medically disqualified. So, oh. but it was fine because they hooked me up really good because that's two great things. I was able to get the choice orders and I could get up to Camp Pendleton and work with the Marines. And while I was on limb do waiting for my leg to heal, the most wonderful thing in the world happened to me is I met my wife. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh, boy. Yeah. Waiting for it. Congratulations. Yeah. Cheers. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. But, yeah, then did that, got commissioned, went to Minesweeper, and then to MEF. And at some point, um, the Navy came back, and they said, hey, you got to do a department head tour. So I was like, oh. Just did a chief engineer on a minesweeper, and then went back to the math. And then they're like, "Oh, you got to be, you got to do your XO tour because the Navy's really fixed on their pipeline. You got to do your pipeline." And they're like, "Okay, hey, we we're gonna set you up for your XO tour. You want a cruiser or a destroyer?" I'm like, "Um, let's think about this. You're gonna put me second in charge on a cruiser or a destroyer, neither of which I have." ever set foot on <laughs> ever i don't know the missile systems i don't know anything about i know 
they're pointy in the front mm-hmm. and they have a lot of little pew 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 pew. <laughs> you know? It's like if that can get me through the XO job without a court martial, yeah, go for it. Um, and so they, yeah, they were at that point. I dropped my so I dropped my retirement papers uh, at 20. They said no. I dropped them at 21. They said no. I dropped them at 22, and they were about to say no. I was like, look. The United States Navy is not hinged on Lieutenant Commander Johnson's performance in any freaking one role. And so finally, apparently, they had to let me go. I think they can only extend you twice or something like that. But um, got out, did nothing for two years. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there had to have been some cheers to that. No, I did not. Wow. That sounds awesome, dude. Cheers to doing nothing for two fucking years. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Good for you, bro. Well, yeah, I, I whittled down. So over the 22 years, all the things I wanted to do hobby wise was like 50 things. So over those two years, I whittled it down to like 10 things. And yeah, so nice. I just did that for, for two years. And then um, my wife wanted to go into real estate investing. You shouldn't really drink beer while you do this because you just got to burp into the microphone. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Um, so that's, why, that's why I drink whiskey. When you have, the, when you have it in you, just send like, a ripper. Dude. Let's yeah. see what you got. Um, so she's like, well, we're going to do this real estate investing, get some rental properties. The being a chief engineer, 85% of your job is inspecting stuff. So it's like, you're going to inspect all these homes. I'm like, oh, oh, great. What are you going to, you're going to buy one home a year, right? Um, I could do one home inspection a year. She's like, oh, you should do this for real. I'm like, well, I'm not doing fake inspection. (laughs) And yeah, sooner or later, I met you guys and a couple of other agents. And then, yeah, just rolled into the home inspection thing. And then what I noticed and what really tick the two of us off was when you go get a home inspection they're like oh there's something wrong with the roof go get a roof inspection oh there's something wrong with the plumbing go get a plumber oh there's something wrong with the electrical go to look there's something wrong with this so your home ins- your one home inspection then becomes a very costly five, several inspections yeah five yeah, other inspections so we're like well, well the niche we tried to fill was, you know, we went out and got, got mold certified and pool certified and roof certified and pool certified. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Plumbing. Uh, plumbing. Uh, yeah, su- sewer, sewer scopes, all that. He's certified in pole. Yeah, pole. <laughs> Dancing. Doctor yes. pole. Yeah. Um, so uh, that way our, our deal was like one-stop shop, and it's been pretty pretty successful, but now I just work too much. Oh, fuck. Now the 10 hobbies that I whittled down to, I don't really have time to do. I may or may not be passing all my clients on to you. <laughs> so that's, so that's uh, I mean, fucking incredible backstory, dude. But also oh, yeah. the whole... Uh, with you doing what you do and having the experience that you do, you've you've you and I have worked together a bunch of times. Yep. You you know you know I've our, our teams worked with you a bunch in the past. Um, was there something specific that made you decide to push specifically into doing home inspections, like or I shouldn't say that that pushed you into it, but more like what kept you there and keeps you keep on doing that basically. My wife told me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> For those who can't see, she's in the room. Right. So. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I quite honestly, um, and I'm not going to do a home inspection for free, but I will. <laughs> I will. Ins- like, 
I like inspecting them because it's it's kind of like Crime Scene Investigator, which is a pretty cool show. So I yeah. can go in my head and I can get all like, what happened here? Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I always say, yeah, I do the inspection for free. You guys pay me to write the report. There you go. <laughs> which yeah. sucks. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the thought process. Yeah, of it. yeah. And it, it's neat. One, um, it keeps you like it keeps you outside a lot. Uh, like I crawl through attics. Um, we're gonna have a t- one. I think fifty. I might stop crawling through attics. But, um, so you need a partner. Yeah, you someone need... small, yeah. petite who could do attics and crawl spaces. <laughs> Chucky, there you go. I, yeah. I noticed. Chucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's fun. And the other thing is is having had like we. We had the home inspection when we bought our house that we're living in now, and the guy, without going into detail about the house, but the guy spent like 30 minutes and had like a four-page report, missed the fact that the stove cooktop was a natural gas stove on a propane system. Hell yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. Just totally missed that one. Um, so, so for those that don't know, our listeners, what kind of complications can arise from that? Yeah, so natural gas and propane, the whole, the orifices in the burners are different sizes, yeah, and the are. pressure regulator valves are set. So what, what happened on a daily basis is the flame was orange, and you put your pan down, and you lift your pan up, and it was just black with soot. What could have happened is that it could have gone bad, worse. You know, real fucking bad. Yeah, real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Why that our house smelled like propane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every you turn the stove on, and it, it's the whole house filled up with propane because just so much extra gas was coming out. Okay. Sounds extra safety. Yes. <laughs> um, so anything happened as a result of that? I made them repair the stove. Yeah, okay. she. I, I defer because she's the mean one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we just had them come out and, and repair the stove, which. But, but I mean, that was, and then you got to, you know, they get an attorney. We didn't get an attorney, but, you know, they got an attorney. And now you got to fight back and forth. And we just wanted them to replace it. But then they found this a lesser. A fucking orifice they got an attorney for? Yeah. It was a $13,000 stove. They bought the thir- they did a huge refi or a redo on the home. And when they bought the stove, the contractor, instead of sending the stove back, saying it was hooked up to a propane line, he lied and said, you know, oh, fuck that, dude. Yeah. Plus, she always started it with a Bic lighter. You could never start it just normal because it would... Which I always yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always question them. It's like, who pays that much money for a stove and then has to light it with a Bic, Bic lighter? No shit. <laughs> no, right? shit. Yeah. Yeah. no shit. But, yeah, so it was that kind of stuff. So we were yeah. getting really upset. And, like, I don't like... Um, I don't know if I can... So I, I used to be a, a part of a lot of the associations that... Because California doesn't one doesn't license home inspectors. Anyway, you, know, you just hang your hang your shingle up. You're a home inspector. Um, oh shit! I'm a home inspector. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now that I said it, I am no, you right. just play one on a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I stayed at a Holiday Inn in Swiss last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's no inspection. So there's there's a bunch of organizations, and so I was, without naming them, I was like paid the three hundred and eighty, four hundred dollars a year to be a part of them. And I would go to the meetings and the meetings were like two hours long and f- an hour and forty five minutes of that was how to write reports 
and do stuff to limit your liability. And then the rest of it was like some, oh, hey, this is how a chimney works. And I, and I, was, <laughs> I was like, why don't we just spend an hour and a half teaching people to do good inspections and then they don't have to worry about all this liability, liability shit, junk. Yeah. You know, they have insurance anyway. Um, so I, I stopped paying those guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's fun. And it, just being in the service, uh, it's still a service industry. I think it is. So Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I do a lot of uh, military families and, and stuff. And, um, do you? You yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> he just did my military family. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 yeah this is, Were they good? Yeah, I'm a full yeah. service shop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How did they say he did? Great. Yeah, they were happy. They, they, they were very happy that I connected um, you with them. And I know my client's a naval officer on a ship, so there was oh, that wow. connection. Oh. But then you just dealt with his wife. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Some of you have some Ooh. dirty minds. <laughs> so the whole, you did the whole family, huh? That's well, well, That's exhausting. Yeah, it is. Naval <laughs> officers and everything. Them candles? Were there candles? <laughs> and, 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 and rose petals. A little Marvin Gaye in the wow. back. Yeah, no, I, I like Kenny G. Yes. Set that move. Yeah. Dang, set that move. Um, but yeah, and, and it helps people out. Because a, a lot of people <laughs> don't. And, and that's the other thing to give you guys kudos is like I, you can you can ask her. I, I've tell, told agents not to call me again. Um, I, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, I, I've, I've like, one, I don't make my living doing this. This is my beer money. Well, actually, this is my truck money. Um, that sounds more accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God, that's awesome. My wife gets all the living money, and she, that keeps everyone in the lifestyle that they're accustomed to. Uh, but I'm sure that retirement helps a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't see it. Oh. <laughs> not the money guy, huh? No, not the money guy. I am a kept man. Happy. Very happy. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. You just saying that because she's sitting right next to you. Blink <laughs> no, twice. No. Blink yeah, twice if you're in danger. Blink twice if you're in danger. Yeah. What, what was the safety word? There? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it just I, I've walked into a home inspection. Um, the the buyers weren't there yet, and the agent came out to me, and she's like, "Okay, look, the water heater is leaking like a sieve. Just don't put it in your report because we want to claim it for insurance." I'm like, oh, "Well." Damn. Well, wow. well, that. Okay, bye. Well, yeah. Well, that's a. And I, I was like, well, I can't really. No, 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 no because they're going to get insurance plan. I'm like, yeah, but it's a pre-existing condition. Do you know and, what fraud is? Yeah. Well, because that's because this, this is it. Because this yeah. is that. I was, I was, I was trying to like work into it, and have I'm you, like, have well, you ever heard the phrase liability before? Yeah, ever? like if I don't call it out, then. If the insurance company doesn't do it for them, they're going to come after me. And if I just push, oh, no, no. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave now because I'm not going to be an accomplice to insurance fraud. And, uh, yeah, I just took off. So, there, yeah, there's some shady, shady yeah. stuff going on. It's like, look, man, I've, I've done a lot of sketchy shit in my years, and this is not what I want to be known for in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is not what yeah. I want to be of taken all down the for. things that I've yes. done, not you, this. Yes, you were, you know, insurance. Water heater. Yeah, people who are arrested for insurance flawed are definitely not the big spoon in prison. No. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's it's cool. It's fun. It, Like I said, it keeps me in, in toys. Um, which isn't the main reason, but um, just helping people out, giving them a, like a. The other thing is, 
a lot of the inspectors, because I, 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 well, we're going to do the computer story, but I like creeped on a lot of home inspectors when I start like <laughs> probably skirted the line of legality <laughs> on how much I creeped on them. And like the reports are. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, they're like they're Just like we creep on other agents. It's called recon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. recon. Yes, yep. and the report they're like, oh no, your electrical socket doesn't have a cover on it. It's gonna burn your house to the ground. I'm like, you're gonna fucking die. Your kids are gonna die. burn. Yeah, so like the level of hysteria and like overreacting and. I'm like, look, oh yeah, hey, you don't have a color, a cover on your your outlet. Go to Home Depot; they're two dollars and twelve cents. Yep. <laughs> uh, if you want the good ones. Yeah, and there's there's some things uh, I get angry about because the insurance company dictates some wording, but like I like to talk to them at the location, and and if if the house generally the house houses around here aren't like super bad anyway, um, but I'll be like, look, hey the report's gonna is written for my insurance company and so you can negotiate as much money as possible here's the skinny you see that yeah okay you have a foundation crack it's Ooh. not a big deal hmm? foundation cracks under three h of an insurance settlement they're not you would be less likely to find a slab foundation without a crack than you would to find one with one Good info. Yeah. Well, there's there's so many different ways that a foundation can crack, right? Yeah. Especially here in Southern California, especially here in Fox San Diego Santee, County. Dude. Jesus Christ, up yeah. Mast? Earthquake every other day. Up Mast, yeah, uh, on the done, other side, yeah. over by Fenita. There's, yeah. I mean, there's clay deposits. There's all kinds of stuff. But also, there's types of, uh, of cracks and slabs where they're just settling cracks or they're just... Yeah. Cracks that uh, maybe the maybe the concrete was poured a little bit too wet or something, and there's you know yeah. small cracks in the that don't even touch the walls of the slab. There's yeah. a million different ways, but the second anybody ever hears foundation crack, it's like oh my oh, god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I bulldoze I, the house. Start I, over. I look at it like this: How many people have concrete driveways, and your concrete driveway has a crack in it? Yep. Everybody. Okay. So why is your concrete driveway got a crack in it and you think your slab's going to be crack free? Yeah. <laughs> same, same thing. And in fact, a lot of times, depending on the age of the house, your concrete driveway is poured thicker because it's got support car weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, there's just some myths and wives tales out there that just need to get squashed. Like mold. I could, I could talk to you for like days and days on mold. Everyone thinks mold is bad. Oh, it's black mold. I'm like, yeah, 95% of mold's black. That's a yeah. color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to go. Right. Um, there's a hundred, the, so the bad mold that everyone's worried about, there's 120 different species of it. They've only found, ever found three in the United States. And the three that they found in the United States aren't always bad. They don't always like off. So yeah, I mean, there's just, so I try and like. Share wow. some of your mold stories though. Oh because the mold stories, the ones that freak out are the really minute mold. So yeah. Then we'll walk into homes with mold where they're living in like a jungle of mold. We went, went, yes. went to this lady's house. And everyone's fine. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> so it looked like they painted a border around their ceiling. Because it was just it was just moldy, and you pull yeah. the furniture back, and <laughs> hell yeah, back. that's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, and, and, but everyone's and, and the but lady, everyone's fine. Yeah, and well, because ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time, the mold that grows in your house is the mold that's in the air. Like, take a deep breath. Yeah. 
Oh, no, I'm good. Take okay. a deep breath. You're breathing in about 100 mold spores. I'm never going to breathe again. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, scary. But, but, but that lady's like kicking back. You're lost already. Yeah, she's watching like the more you, you know, know. Phil or one of these shows with her glass of wine. Oh, yeah, the problem's in there. And like, oh, okay, cool. And, and then you'll walk in and this lady will be your husband. They'll be frantic. Like they've moved their kids to a hotel. And, we, and you go, where, where, where's, the, geez, where's the problem? And you walk up, and like the grout on their freaking shower is is got like an inch inch little like black. Yeah, it's mold. So we just cleared the house, and, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe just clean it. Yeah, maybe just clean your. Yeah. Maybe just don't be gross. And yeah, clean scrubbing your bubbles. <laughs> you ever heard of bleach, dumbass? Yeah, but yeah, so it's it's stuff like that, and just educating people that building codes were really good in about 2010. Since then. The additions that they've made are job security, <laughs> like uh, I don't know, sediment traps, uh, backflow <laughs> vacuum brakes on hose bibs, uh, oh. AFI breakers. So I don't uh, have any of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people. Oh, this is wrong with my house. I'm like, it's houses before the '60s were built ungrounded. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could still buy extension cords that only have two plugs in them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my house is ungrounded. I'm like, um, yeah. But you have a plan. All houses were ungrounded from when we started putting electricity into houses to the 1950s, 60s. I'm like, if you're worried about it, the thing that's going to happen is if down here in Southern California in our frequent lightning storms, if your house happens to get hit by lightning, it might fry your TV. <laughs> so put it on a search, you know. So there's yeah. just like common things that have been hyped up that you just got to get down the basics on. So and one thing that um, that I've always known about you since we've been working together is, and compared to other home inspectors, is that a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of home inspectors out there that, especially when it comes to first time first time home buyers will go you know go do the conduct their inspection find a bunch of stuff wrong we kind of brushed on this a little bit but um find a, you know every house is going to have a million friggin' problems every house yep. is going to get an inspection report that's a, the size of an encyclopedia it is what it is for the most part houses are used houses they're old and yep. they've anyway um <clears throat> i've seen home inspectors that have come at at buyers and said all this stuff's wrong with your house you should get this and that and you should you should pay for blah 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 and you should tell the the sellers to pay for this and that and also your this place is going to burn down and it's going to flood and it's going to freaking electrocute all of you and just living in here you're going to die for sure right yep. yeah just freaking people out over like lack of gfi outlets in the freaking mm. bathroom stuff like yep. that easy stuff you know what i mean so i think that there's a really good uh but one really good way that you can tell the difference between a good home inspector and a home inspector that needs to, I don't know, smoke some weed or something every Chill once out. in a while and yeah. calm the fuck down is that is how how much do you convey what the issues are with the pro or how do you how you properly convey the issues of the property right so yeah. um, <clears throat> perfect example we just did uh, we just I have a, a listing in Santee here that. Uh, Fell out of escrow because a home, the home inspector for the buyer um, found what they called foundation cracks, right? And yep. uh, said this house is falling apart. You got to get out. So the the buyers no repair request, no nothing. 
Um, they were just like, hey, we're scared. We're out. Gone. Bye. Click. Freaking took off, right? Okay. Good to go. This seemed really fishy to me. So I gave you a call. Oh, yeah. I remember this I remember one. This one. Yeah. So there were, <laughs> there, were two, there were two cracks. This is my... Th- and you can't make this stuff up, okay? <laughs> so crack number one was... Both of them were in the garage. Both of them were the footing of the garage. Yeah. Crack number one was on the back corner of the garage. And we walk around. There's a fence post there. And so I get down on my hands and knees and I, I look. And so, you know, houses have like a two-inch overlap air gap. And what they had done, that crack was actually where the foundation stopped and they poured the back patio up against it. Yeah, it was a seam between it was a two seam different pieces of concrete. Between two <laughs> different pieces of concrete that looked like they'd been probably poured 50 years apart. Because the wow. back patio was nice. and Yeah, it had been poured a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the house up, was built in like what 1958 or something yeah. like that 61 yeah 60 shape? years the other and one then it was rebuilt in 95 no yeah. it was rebuilt in 2017 okay yeah yeah and then the other one was um the 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 driveway the concrete driveway and like where you park which i don't understand why they call that a driveway and, but anyway um there's some settlement cracks in the driveway and because it was a monolithic pour with the foundation wall there was a you could just watch it one the home inspector didn't move that white cabinet to trace the crack all the way out two generally the crack under three-eighths of an inch is settlement um it had you know rounded edges it had you know it had all the character round rounded edges um exposed uh, aggregate everything that saying that this crack was older than the dirt it was made with um but yeah just people just didn't, didn't realize that and it, it what it took you know just go in there with a, a ruler hey yeah this crack is 0. 0.120 inches cracks under 0. 0.375 inches don't matter. That's a big yeah. fucking crack. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. So, I would th- I would take concern with that. Could yeah. you Could you imagine buying a house where there was a seam between two pieces of concrete? It's terrible. My yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imaginable. Yeah. And to be clear, I'm I'm assuming that a monolithic pour is a one piece. Yeah, yeah, like, the, yeah. The driveway, driveway was poured in one piece. Yeah, would be like. Yeah, because back then yeah. they didn't put the like the really nice like seams. Yeah. That are supposed to stop the cracking yeah, so because the seam right, yeah. yeah the seam cracks that will crack out first before you get the ugly cracks and that's all they're they're aesthetic they're just yeah. they're just ugly no i was just asking for a friend yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you say monolithic you're just super smart <laughs> what yeah. exactly yeah. does that mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so smart um so um yeah, so then, and oh, to, to my point there's there's a difference between a home inspector that's going to shoot fire and brimstone at you versus one that is going to actually you know, take the time to sit and explain through, hey, here's the pro or here's what you're looking at. This is what that means. Is this something to be concerned about? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Here's what we do about it if necessary, yeah. right? So, uh, I mean, you've been doing this for a while. You and your wife have bought plenty of homes together and stuff like that. Um, for our listeners who are considering buying their first home, what kind of advice would you give them uh, as a home inspector, whether they're here in San Diego or elsewhere, um, with regard to home inspectors, excuse me, um, 
if somebody's looking for an inspector, what advice would you give them to uh, to ask? What kind of questions, what um, kind of interview process should they go for for a home so, so number one, like I said, California doesn't license. Mm-hmm. There is the American Home ins- Home Inspectors Training, which is like a three-day class you could take online, which is what most people have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple associations. We've talked about the associations. If they're... A member of the associations, that's okay. But um, my biggest thing is a lot of the home inspectors are previous contractors mm. or retired contractors. Um, the problem with that is depending on when they stopped contracting, the contractors focus on code. Oh, right. you don't have a GFCI here, 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 and here. I'm like, that's great wasn't required at the time of construction um before and probably before the date of construction it wasn't required there at all um yeah i have california doesn't require houses to be brought up to building code for a real estate transaction so for me saying oh that outlet isn't up to current building code is absolutely pointless is that outlet safe is it going to cause a fire? Is there any reason you should think that outlet it doesn't work? Um, where I find that, that people who are previous contractors kind of focus on the, the binary. It's up to code, not up to code. And I'm like, that doesn't really help anyone. Sure. Well, because yeah. contractors are, are building to code. Yes. Yeah, so you know, yeah, and that's what not, they know. Not to, not to defend it, but I mean... Yeah. You know, contractors nowadays, that that's their law. Is, yes, is, and that's what they is know. this day's code. Yeah. You know, it's not 1950s. It's not yeah. the 60s, 70s, 80s. You know? Sure, but if something's not to code, does that necessarily mean it's not safe? No. perfect example of that is a drip light. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in my fucking yep. life. That is You're so absolutely right. What the hell? The what? The drip lights for, like, uh, the um, water heaters. Water heaters. All that yeah. kind of oh, yeah, stuff. when they're in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What yeah. the hell? Whatever. Yeah, well, that's why I said uh, 2010 building codes were like pretty, like they were making really good houses. Since then, it's just building code writer job security. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But but also to to add to that, most of our most of the homes that we're checking out are 40, 50 years old. Yeah. So none of them, it it doesn't fall under code code anyway. So the big idea is what's to code now versus what's to code before is. Are there some safety issues here and there? Of course there are, right? There, yeah. There's some things that back in the day that the way they built them or the way they built houses wasn't as safe as they are now. Does that necessarily mean you're going to get electrocuted? Does that mean your house is going to fall apart? Does that mean it's going to explode? Maybe, maybe not. But make sure that if you're, you know, if you're thinking of buying a place, make sure that you have a good home inspector that's going to be able to explain to you what's dangerous and what's not. Yeah, and a I have veteran so, fucking PhD home inspector. <laughs> yeah, so my my home inspector was not a doctor. Um, he uh, he was a nice guy, very highly recommended by my realtor. Uh, he spent a lot of time in our condo. His realtor is not from Tip of the Spear Real Estate Correct. Team. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he spent a lot of time in the in the condo. Like we got fucking tired of watching him, and we just left because we're like, but, all right, you know your shit. Time does not correlate to quality. Correct, uh, which we found out later. Um, and he came back with the same report that we that we're talking about, where it's like, oh man, your your water pressure regulator is you know this brand, and it's known for failure, and it's it's gonna 
overpressurize all your pipes and it's going to blow your house up and it's going to flood and all this stuff. So my, my, my first question is how old's the house? 1970 fuck all. Yeah, so it's that water pressure regulator hasn't failed in 46 years. Correct. <laughs> um, the GFCI thing, same thing. It was like, oh, you've got outlets in your bathrooms that aren't, you know, GFCI. And I'm like, $16 at Home Depot. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Or just don't drop your hair dryer in the fucking bathtub. I mean, common yeah. sense dictates that. Or do if you like to party. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there you go. Um, so he spent all this time, and like the, the main fuse panel, whatever, um, was a specific brand that all home inspectors hate. Zinsco? Yep, that's yeah. the one. Um, and the realtor told us, she was like, oh, you got a Zinsco panel. I guarantee he's going to say something about that. Sure shit, he did. Doesn't fucking matter. Lights still turned on and off. Whatever. Did he tell you what model it was? Because there was only certain models that had problems. No, I, he yeah, probably did. I exactly. didn't read the report because he was yeah. full of shit. Um, but what he didn't tell us about was like the fact that the roof hadn't been replaced in fucking 40 years. Uh, well, that's the HOA's fucking problem. It is the Not HOA's yours. problem, but he did go up on the roof with his little fucking pokey stick with a nail on it. I don't know if he actually used it. If he had, he would have found in 10 seconds that there's like 15 fucking holes in my roof. Um, did he create them with this pokey <laughs> he stick? May have. He could have. Yeah, he may have. It sounds like he could have. I would believe that if all of the other units in our development didn't have the same problem. Sure. Um, yeah, there's like all this other extra shit, but it's like you were saying. And when I was in the automotive industry, we had like keywords that we weren't allowed to use, like death, destruction. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna yeah. fucking die. Your brakes. <laughs> Blazing <hurt>. fireball <laughs> down the yeah. highway. Like, yeah. like we had, you know, according to like the Bureau of Automotive Repair, we had like words that we were supposed to use. Required is one of them. Uh, you know, regular maintenance and shit like that. Like, due to the wear of your brake pads, you may fucking die. No, we couldn't say that. Yeah, I know. Um, it's advisable to replace yeah. them so yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't fucking die. Um, <laughs> but instead of actually looking at the big problems, he just focused on the keyword shit, like the Zensco panel. That's an easy fucking go to. Yeah. Oh, this was built in the 70s. It's probably going to have one. Oh, look at that. It does. Um, building, so, again, another thing that lasted 40-plus years and with right. no issues. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and so that's the thing. Yeah, like our water our, our water pressure regulator, water, whatever, um, hasn't failed. We do have pretty low pressure, but I'd rather have low pressure. We'll crank than that the, fucker up. So that's where you fuck up, good. right? Like, if you adjust the regulator after 40-some-odd years, it may actually... Well, the regulator is a regulator. It's a, it's a fucking... It, yeah, it's a screw. Yeah, yeah it's but a screw, you dude. can also get somebody. Diaphragm. You can also get somebody to replace that thing for a couple hundred bucks. Right, right. No, so okay. Even. So, yeah, so that's even. that's where I'm going with this full circle. Um, Sick. So we had the roof, the roof leak, right? Um, because there's fucking gaping holes in it. Thanks, home inspector. Um, <laughs> the insurance company comes out and they're like, "Okay, well, you're an HOA, so your HOA has to pay for the roof repair." We're not going to repay, or we're not going to pay for the replacement damages until the roof's fixed, obviously. Cool. Uh, the plumber comes out because they have to remove the water heater to repair, like pull out the drywall and shit. Um, and he looks at the, the, the hot pipe, and he's like, oh, this is, this is half-inch pipe. It's supposed to be three-quarter three inch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, not 40, in 1970. 40 fucking years, we've been running, you know, this place has been running half inch pipe with no problem. Um, 
And so, but this plumber, he's a new guy, right? So he's trying to make an impression with the boss, and he's playing by the rules, and he's like, oh! And sell him yeah. a housing repipe. $9,000 <laughs> yeah. to run 16 feet of fucking copper pipe, where there's already copper pipe. Totally worth it. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so we call this good old boy that's been a plumber since 1970. He probably built the fucking place. And he comes out, and he's like, yeah, dude, the regulator, I mean, does your water turn on? I'm like, yeah. It's like, has it turned on in the last 40 years? Probably. He's like, cool. You got hot water? Yeah. It's like, all right. What's your problem? <laughs> like, cool. Don't have one. There you go. <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's that's like almost universal because I'll find um, issues in the house. Well, the one, the first thing I always ask, because um, I get I get a lot of because I, I do roofs as well, and I get a lot of. The buyers or the seller had the roof inspection. We want another roof inspection. We don't believe what he said. He said, she said. Yeah. So there's a lot. So I do the the rebuttal. Yeah. Air quotes. Um, <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, like we did a. I did a house. It was an expensive house. It was like a five million dollar house in Rancho oh, Santa yeah. Fe. Um, Big ass roof. Yeah. Blue, blue collar. Tile. Gotcha. Shingle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like. Two part Spanish. It was, it was expensive. So, uh, it was so yeah. fancy. Like, it was so fancy that yeah. it was tile and shingle. Yeah. To, uh, the um. The. The roof inspector that the buyers had gotten, uh, just happened to be a roofer, mm. and went up there and was like, "Yeah, none of your tiles are nailed down." And the house was built in 1991. He's like, "Yeah, none of your tiles are nailed down." Are and they so, clay tiles? Yeah, clay tiles. Um, okay, so the seller call, and I go out and calls me. It's like, yeah, yeah, none of your tiles are nailed down. And the listing agents there, because I don't walk on clay tile roofs, my feet are too big for the small spot, so I drone them. And she's like, well, um, what are can those you fucking thirteens? Yeah, she's like, can you really do a good roof inspection? without walking on the roof. I was like, well, can your guy do one without going in the attic? Um, well, she goes, well, he's, he's, he, he's, a, he's a roofer. I'm like, that's great. I'm a doctorate of mechanical engineering and computer science. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Dick just flopped right on the yeah. table. <laughs> Fucking so, Like a four foot dick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, long, long story short. I yeah. Not, and, uh, yeah. None of her tiles will nail, nail down. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, if you go back to 1991 yeah. building code, a two part Spanish tile roof with battens does not require nails. On clay tiles, yeah. On clay, yeah, at all. Okay. If it, until it is a slope of 12 inches in one, which is... Oh, no, fuck, which that's is, ridiculous. Yeah, it's like those mansa roofs. It's like, like yeah. that. Then it starts, and so... Yeah, so you, you get that kind of stuff all the time. I always... The other thing, home inspectors <clears throat> are not a, a, supposed to... No, actually, it's California. They're not allowed to do repairs to a house that they've inspected within 12 months. And if... You have a home inspector who quotes you work? Yeah. Maybe you should up, get right? a new home inspector. Yeah, because, and I always yeah, question, he, yeah. yeah, I always question their motives. It's like, um, because that rule is different for roofs. So if you get a roof inspector, most roof inspectors are work for a roofing company. I actually course, inspect yeah. for a comp- bunch of roofing companies. And you got you to gotta think, okay, what is this guy's motivation? Is he going to inspect yeah. my roof or is he trying to sell me yeah, a new fucking roof? You know, a $20,000 roof yeah. that he's going to get a 
percentage yeah. of. So right. yeah, there's a conflict of interest. I, I tell people to look into. So so I'm a first time home buyer, never done this before, and I'm looking for a home inspector. And I call a home inspector. What questions do I ask that person? Uh, how long have they been doing it? Okay. What uh, what was their previous background? And if they belong to any of the associations, the only good thing with the associations that I found is they require you to do continued education. Um, so they, which makes lazy people have to do, they have to do, most of them have to do 20 continued education credits a year. So that keeps people current who normally wouldn't do it themselves. Um, what was the previous no, no. background? No, no. And then yep. do they have any, yep. do they have any, uh, the, the big one is do they have any additional certifications? Because um, that's a time and money thing. And I, we talked about it a little mm -hmm. bit later when you get the home report and then have to schedule and pay for five other inspections because he's a air quote generalist. Uh, that's what, why, why did you pay him $400? Say, oh yeah, hey, look, you have a crack in your wall. I was like, yeah, no kidding, thanks. Oh, go get a structural <laughs> engineer. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that, that was probably probably the other thing. Um, price. Price isn't. I think a lot of them are overpriced. Fuck yeah, they but are. But it's but it's negligible, right? Um, well, I mean, yeah. You're not I mean, talking like four hundred to eight hundred. You're talking between like. 400 and maybe like 600 you, generally i've seen typical between like 350 and like 500 and it yeah, really so depends on, on the normal area size the house, location yeah. the size of the house yeah. of course yeah um because normally a good ballpark is like 15 to 20 cents a square foot um but there's always a minimum like 350 is usually the minimum i, I generally don't leave the house for under 350 sure um yeah. well yeah i mean but there's right, also because yeah because i feel like you get what you pay for, right? So for yeah. people that are that are looking to save some money by, you know, shopping home inspectors just to find a cheap one, I feel like you're you're really gonna get what you pay for on yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Home inspectors isn't where you you budget rental um, mm -hmm. stuff. So even if they're um, a little high price, and then the other thing is ask them how long it's gonna take, because time is time is a weird thing. It's like I do them really fast. Mm -hmm. um, because for four years, I had to inspect 100, 150 different pieces of equipment every day. Um, so like a window, there's six. So you, you window, it opens, seal, glass, glass, inside, inside, lock. Okay, it should take like five seconds to inspect a window. Um, now I could do that for every, like, like door. Okay, door, handle, <laughs> plunge, <laughs> hinge. <laughs> Close, yeah. Somebody say, somebody team. call out another house part. Yeah. Somebody call another quickly. Shower. Shower. Uh, uh, okay, water on, plunger, <laughs> grout, grout, pull the thing, pull the thing, pull the thing. What's the thing? What's the thing? <laughs> the, the, What's the, the thing? Yeah, pull the shower head, pull the valve, pull Well, the, if we're going back to the cabin voice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so every, because that's, that's how we did it. Everything... Well, in the military, you have a checklist for everything, and so everything's totally. inspected. That's, and so yeah. I have a, ch a checklist. So like, when I enter a bedroom, 
shot of the ceiling, fire, fire alarm, beep, 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 outlet, outlet, window, window, you know, so pattern and stuff, so it does it fast. And I take a lot of pictures. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is the other thing is like I, and, and this is a doctor thing. I it helps your liability. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. So if I or someone gives you a 80-page report <laughs> of a whole bunch of wrong junk that biases that house, okay, um, <clears throat> there's 30 outlets in the house. My report shows that one of them doesn't work. Your mind's going, oh, electrical problem. Yeah. So if the report says, yeah, these 29 work and this one doesn't, you just have a guy change this outlet out. That is a whole different, mm -hmm. that, that, that gets back to where we're talking about, about the, like the panic thing. It's, it's more unbiased. Like, all, all the, yeah, there's no water stains in any of the ceilings. That's, Except for this one little spot. That's one thing that, that always cracks me up about every <coughs> inspection that uh, that we do is you you said to me one time that you always feel like you're on a mission to find some sort of water stain in a roof of every house. In the attic, yeah. Yeah, and if you don't find it, you feel like you failed and the house beat you. <laughs> well, no, I just pee on the rafters and then... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, to that... I mean, to your credit, that level of laser, of like laser focus, basically, I think is awesome, man. That's not, you don't get the the level of attention to detail that you give for from everybody, yeah. right? So, yeah. and I think that's I think that's great on you, man. I think that's oh, really thanks. Good. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, we like dumb it down. Like, I could do the same thing. Okay, distribution panel on a ship. Okay, bolt, 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 bolt. Okay, I'm checking to make sure they're they're all the same, whether Phillips or Flathead, and then. Open the door, fuse number, fuse number, fuse number, fuse number, fuse number, fuse number, wire, 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 wire. Boom, that panel's done. Move on to the next one. No wonder he's a fucking computer doctor. He thinks like a computer. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I want to go back to Brian's to Brian's thing, and you were mentioning too, what you should ask for. And I don't know really how to put this into words, but how can you ask someone how they're going to present like you don't present like fire and brimstone, mm -mm. you know. So, how can you ask someone so, so how on, they're going to so, present the? Yeah, unfortunately, you're not going to know that. And I would actually put the onus on the realtor. Um, if you do a guy that's fire and brimstone, Whoa. don't call him again mm -hmm. because, yeah, there there'd be a hard. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to ask. Other than going, hey, are you a skies falling or, or are you a glass half fill or glass half? And one, they're not going to tell you that. Do you want to make no, it work? Yeah. I have the answer. All right. If you're a real estate agent and you're listening to this and you don't know how good of a job your home inspector does, pay them to come do a home inspection on your house. There you go. Because you know your house. You know your house, and now they can sit and tell you they're gonna they're gonna treat you like a client. They're gonna present the information to you. And they're going to show you everything they found. And at that point, you're going to know, number one, is this person going to try to scare all of my clients out of buying a house for nothing? Or is this person a professional or how they operate, how they present their stuff, how everything everything works out? So if you're a real estate agent and you're looking for a good home inspector to partner with, if you're in San Diego, call Bjorn, first of all. Like, that's your fucking problem solved. <laughs> yeah. But... 
elsewhere, um, have them do a home inspection on your house, man. That's an easy solve to that problem because you're not going to know until you see them present their their findings, right? And God forbid you get some first time home buyer that's some you know brand new lance corporal in the Marine Corps, or it's, you know newlywed like uh, pet like petty officer four or something like that in the Navy or. I don't know what the Army or Air Force does. Yeah, cares anyway. yeah no, it doesn't matter as much. It don't matter. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. <laughs> but, you know, some some young, you know, first-time home buyers looking at purchasing a house, they're, they're get, they get their offer, except they're in a contract, they're excited. Say you get a home inspector to come take a look at the property for them. You meet the buyers at the house with the home inspector, and this home inspector just spits the scariest-sounding shit you've ever heard. Um, I've had that happen before to me. We all have. When I was brand new in real estate, I had a home inspector that, uh, luckily the client that I had him do the home inspection for was much, much smarter than him and was like, this guy's an idiot. I'm not listening <laughs> to anything he had to say. And, uh, we were able to get another home inspector in, but that to me was a big eye opener. Like I better know who I'm working with. I better know that they don't suck. I better know that they're thorough. Um, and that they're consummate and I know I better know that they're going to uh, to you know do their job the right way right to not just be some person that's like look everything's scary you're totally gonna die if you buy this house you know right. what I mean because that's and that's a, not, that's not a home inspector's job it's not a home inspector's job to sell you the house yeah and it's not a home inspector's job to not sell you the house or it tell you a, whether or not you should buy or it buy or, it or not it or, is to educate you on mm -hmm how things operate and if there are any health safety or fire issues so if you get if you have a home inspector that is telling you that you should uh, or is is recommending that you ask the seller as a home buyer that you ask the seller to pay for blah 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 or you ask the seller to blah 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 or whatever the case may be that's not their job if they're working outside their scope get away from them yeah, stay in your swim lane. Yeah, because yeah. I get asked that all the time. Well, should I ask for that to get repaired? I'm like, that's a conversation to have your real estate agent. Exactly. They know that I don't. I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to. Um, I mean, I'll. Once we cut, we can sit and drink here all night because yes. this is our building. <laughs> but um, I don't want to. I don't want to have to let so. this awesome. thing run for several hours. Yeah. What yeah, I do want to say I is, I know that so I do have one. Yeah, go it, ahead. For the questions you need to ask, you need to ask if they're insured. That's a good question. That, that's, that, that one's probably a primary. Yeah. Someone would be foolish to do a home inspection and not be insured. So most of them are, but you do need to ask if they're insured. Good to go. Good, good one. Good one. And, and I will. Well, every add, contractor you bring out to your house, your house should be. Yeah. Should yeah. Be they don't yeah. need to be. Yeah. They're, they're not required to be. But not required. They're not required. But if you're responsible, if you don't ask, if you're responsible, you know, buyer, you want everyone at your house insured, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could have, I mean, anybody can be a home inspector in, in yep. California. Which is wild. No, and a good home inspector, a home inspector. You could get, you could get your freaking. For our team, you do. <laughs> yeah. You can get good. your weird Uncle Steve out there to come inspect your house and be like, yeah, it looks like he's got some walls. He looks good to go. Get somebody good. Um, so, last question. Uh, you guys have owned several homes in your life, I guess. Yeah, about that. Um, for our for our listeners that are you know potentially first or first time home buyers maybe current owners or eventually have an idea that they want to that they want to own property what kind of advice would you give those people number one get a good agent anyone here tip of the spear yeah 
Goddamn, um, dude. You guys like, you guys plug us more than we plug us, man. <laughs> uh, I, appreci- well, I got a lot riding on this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, n- number two, and this is, so, I, I kind of sound like like dad or whatever, but st- stay within your means. There you go. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then number three, be realistic in the fact that houses get normal wear and tear. Okay. There you go. It's considered a depreciating yeah. asset, right? Yes. A house? Yeah. It's a liability actually on your on your balance sheet. Got it. Um, okay. Financially, it's a depreciating asset. Market-wise and sales-wise, they, they should appreciate it 4 to 7% a year. Um, and then the other thing is, is like, <laughs> just get over the paint color because you can change it. <laughs> yeah. That resonated I don't, with you. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like this house because it's the carpet's dirty. Yeah. You're like, you yeah, oh, such an ugly color of gray. Clean, asshole. Yeah. Can I chime right. in one? Go, so please do. Let an agent pressure you. Yes. Yeah. That is my biggest oh. pet peeve. It's hit my own children in buying their homes. Where I've literally gone to Texas and told my daughter get out of this house ASAP after I went and looked at the house mm-hmm. because they were pressured by the agent to buy the house because you know everything's just selling off the yeah. you know crazy and Austin commission well, commission commission, commission. Yeah, yeah. so Austin's not the only place but they do that a lot in Austin absolutely so there's so there's never feel pressure I can absolutely speak on that a little bit. Um, being a real estate agent. That's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, I know absolutely. a lot about a little. Oh, there's, a little. There's, there's a lot of real estate agents out there that are fantastic, and there's a lot of really shitty ones, right? In San Diego County, I think there's, what, 24,000 licensed realtors just in San Diego County alone. Some 26. of us are great. 26. Oh, yeah? Okay, sorry. 26, apparently. <laughs> some of us are great, and some of us fucking suck, right? Let's be honest. We've all worked with great and terrible real estate yeah, agents. Yeah, 15% are great, 85% suck. <laughs> fucking A. So, that's... Hey, and that's just from the ones I've worked with over five years, 2,500 inspections, probably 2,000 different real estate agents. It's 85-15, so you guys are luckily in the 15, because hey, yeah, hey. fuck you, 85. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, so it, it's... To my point, and I think that... I think that any real estate agent, there's there's a few different motivations here, right? There's agents that are out there that are just want to turn profit. They don't care about anything else. Close the deal. Seal the deal. That's the sales mentality, right? Seal the deal. Make the money. Seal the deal. Get the commission. Seal the deal. Seal the deal. Seal the deal. Do whatever it fucking takes to close escrow and just make it happen, right? And then there's also those of us who, uh, myself, I'll speak on this. I got into real estate because uh, I feel like I got fucking screwed over when I bought my first house, yep. and uh, and then I got my real estate license, and I felt I felt that there was a need for uh, for integrity, for um, you know somebody to watch out for each other's, you know, for for their clients. You know what I mean? Actually, don't we don't nobody on my team, and there's the reason that we have such strict requirements to be on our team. Nobody on our team is here to become rich. Nobody on our team is here because we want to be in sales. We're a salesy person. None of that stuff. Our team does what we do because of the fact that we want to make sure that, you know, especially with our niche, especially with the military and veteran community that we're in, we want to make sure that our clients are getting something they're going to love, 
not going to get screwed over. And six months from now, they're not going to be like, why the fuck did that guy talk me into selling this or buying this house? Mm -hmm. So that is absolutely great advice. And I couldn't agree with you more. All right. So um, I'm going to close this out here. Thanks, Nate. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get to tell you about the computer sex. Oh, please do. Please oh, do. Shit. Yeah. Right. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll close so my, out. I'll, I'll put so a my, pause my, on that. So my dissertation, my, dis- yes. my dissertation was mating computers. Um, so we had Sounds a, hot. We had, a, we had a little robot that... Um, Fucked a bigger <laughs> robot? Yeah. yeah. Created a medium-sized robot? Sick. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had one little robot that um, did laser navigation like your Roombas, right? Okay. And another one that did sonar. And we took this one, and we took this one, and we made them have sex like fifteen thousand times, oh, and they finally yeah. made an offspring. Wait which, a which, 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 hold on, that's yeah. that's that sex fifteen thousand times. Pause for effect. How the fuck do robots have sex? God. So you take the one computer. Laserly. And, yeah, you take the one computer. Laserly. <laughs> well, th- those 15,000 coitus episodes only took about a minute and a half. I mean, is it just like ones and zeros? Laserly. Like, Zero. One. Oh, one. One. Oh, oh, one. Oh, oh, one. No. And then the wife's like, zero. <laughs> um, you, you take their program oh, and you, you um, code it into genes, like a gene code, and you code this one in gene code, and then it's a whole bunch of like splitting and splicing Holy and stuff. Fuck. That's um, way beyond all of us. Then, wow. and so. We, they, I know what he's talking about, Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> poker face, poker face, poker face. He, he proofread it for me. <laughs> um, hey, you so, missed a zero one right here, buddy. Yeah, so they, they, they made it like 15,000 times and then had an offspring that could whose computer program could navigate with both systems. Okay, but we're just talking about programming, right? Not yeah. like physical. No, 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 no. There was yeah. there was no yeah. gear bumping. Oh, right. yeah, come yeah. on. That's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, all And then oh, what? That's fucking awesome. Oh, so yeah, the that's mom who could do laser and the dad could do sonar made without anyone getting involved or made a child that could do both. Shit, yeah. Was that physical though? No, I mean, you well, yeah, yeah. We, Are you cleared by the CIA to have this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we uploaded into the robot, and he could use sonar later. So you and made then, one. You eventually made one. That well, it's not like it's not like two computers were like. Yeah, yeah, And then like, and then like a new bunch of control panels like came out of one. No, he did make them. No, there's nothing floppy about that, bud. He said he did. Yeah, we we made the little. They made one. Child and they made the programmed it. So so an actual like love child just. Love Pooped child out robot. of that thing magically. No, you just upload the program to. Plant <laughs> <laughs> you should have said yes. Yes, um, but <laughs> yes, yeah, that's and, how and like freaky stuff. Like we'd break a leg off of it and they'd learn how to walk without a leg. Um, fuck oh, yeah! Fuck, we came dude. in one day and they had all escaped their pen. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. I want to be a computer doctor. <laughs> Yeah, there's that sounds a, fucking rad. Yeah, there's um. I just want to go to computer doctor farm now. Yeah, we found out we found out that one of them, because um, the only thing they were told was to move around as much as you could. That's the only instruction they were given. And one of them kind of took the lead, reprogrammed all the other ones so that they would connect because they could connect front to back like a yeah. coaster. Yeah, connect yeah, like a back. like a human caterpillar. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah, like a yeah. human human caterpillar. And uh, yeah, so they he got them all to connect together, and then they inchwormed up out of the pen, and, and then they were all over the floor when we came in. That's around. fucking scary. Yeah, that's fucking scary. Peeing on stuff and chewing on things. Skynet. Skynet. 
<laughs> all right. So so okay, now that's fucking scary. That's Jesus fucking Christ. awesome. awesome. Oh my god, it. we're all gonna be Terminators. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're gonna have you close us out. Um, you've told us. You've told us what you do for the veteran community in terms of real estate and and your upbringing within the Navy. Now, we we all know, but our crowd, our audience doesn't know about the good deeds and everything you do with um, with no, with nonprofits and Triple V Adventures. Mm. So please share with us. Um, so about your experience and Triple B and any other, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm the chief exec, chief ex- I only had two CEO. years, I only oh, had two years. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're working on your third yeah. already. Yeah. Don't lie, you're, you're getting there. Don't you're lie, yeah. yeah. It's okay, and you got a couple shots. It's all good, girl. It's a good. Mic um, right there. I'm the, yeah, the CEO for Triple B Adventures. It's a um, nonprofit veterans organization. Our goal is to take veterans outside hunting camping fishing climbing canyoneering out, like what if you, you could shooting, do it out shooting archery i'm a veteran fire um, building i'm a veteran too yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's up on firing yeah. camping well, these guys know about it Hook so oh, yeah, oh, yeah cool. like um cool bro yeah. yeah we're um yeah so we have a camp out every month um i love camping yeah, we, we like we Fuck. just had one. I got a trailer. <laughs> yeah, we were we were at camp out every month. Um, like I, in fact, I spent all morning scouting out a a canyoneering route for an activity. Um, I fucking where, love canyons. But you guys yeah. do more than that I too. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Campfire therapy. I know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Also, I I see all the time people are reaching out for you know personal therapy or jobs. You guys have helped out on so many levels. So many people. Yeah, we, we have a, a pretty good network where, yeah, if someone is getting out and needs a job, we'll post it up. Hey, got Marine ABC or whoever um, who needs. Um, yeah, we've got, we've got connections. In fact, on staff, we have a social worker and a psychiatric therapist. Um, like certified? Yeah, she's a she works at the oh, VA. Shit. In, in I've, the, I've seen a few of them. Five. Oh, yeah. Can I get All a right. hold of that? Chick, I kind of need some of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, come out. We That'd sit around cool. the campfire. Um, what you mentioned, that vet. yeah, campfire Correct. therapy is is what we call it. So after all the fun is you know, over for the day and whatever, we'll, we'll light the campfire and just go over and um, just go through stuff. Uh, it sometimes they get deep, uh, sometimes they get really deep. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is, is that like everyone that's sitting around that campfire can relate in some way. Yeah. Um, you're not talking to some you know, Dr. Ford guy on a bench who's never been in combat <laughs> yeah. or never been in the military or whatever, doesn't understand what working uh, 20-hour days for six months on end at a, like, stress yeah. level of orange oh, does to yeah. you, know? so fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, like, every time I've been there, if a guy's – I don't think I've ever been there at a time where someone says, oh, you know, I had a really hard time with this. And someone goes, oh, yeah, I did too. And then they just kind of, like, go off and, and talk uh, about it and work it out <clears> and stuff like that. Um and the other thing, uh, it's not non. We, we have a couple of rules. One, you, you're not allowed to talk politics or religion. Um, but two, it's sick. It's uh, both. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, non-judgmental. Um, yeah, it, it, it's really good. Plus, there's been a lot of studies that show that being outside just makes you healthier. Yeah, for yeah. mentally, Absolutely. physically, everything. In fact, there are a couple of states that require their VAs 
to have outdoor programs. Um, California's not one of them, which is weird not. because yeah. Yeah. well, California sucks. Yeah, there's so many veterans in our state, though. Yep. Yeah, and California's like this out. Oh, we're outdoor love, hug, peace, and tree humping or yeah, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, they don't. They're not one to require. But yeah, the benefits, you know, being able to unplug from your life for a weekend and just even if you just want to sit and chill, like the last one we went to, really. Like I was, I did like eight inspections and I was white. And so I just went out, I was like, oh, guys, I'm good. And I just read a book all weekend. I didn't, I just sat in my camp chair yep. and read a book all weekend. There's, oh, yeah. there's, I mean, I've been to a few of you guys camp outs. I, I love it. it it's so much awesome. fun. And I mean, every once in a while there's people there that just go and we'll just exactly what you're talking about. Just, just stay on their own, you know, do their own thing and stuff like that. Not really leave their tent, whatever. But even for people that you know don't come and sit by the campfire and or even if they come sit by the campfire and they're not talking i feel for me i've benefited personally from triple b because i've I've gone to you guys events and i've done stuff with you guys plenty of times that i think that uh just being around that just being around like-minded people that have been through similar experiences um is is very beneficial i think uh most of the time people that get out of the military you know when you're in you have your whole support network there you have your platoon or your section or your crew or whatever whatever your your direct freaking peer group is around you all the time so whatever traumas you experience you experience together right whatever uh whatever post-traumatic growth that you experience you experience together once you get out of the military um it's akin to you being on a roller coaster and then all of a sudden the freaking tracks for the roller coaster go away but you're still on it right your support network disappears everybody goes to the wind everybody goes back home you go back home to a home where for me personally i didn't feel like it was my home anymore it was a different place went and saw my family and friends that i grew up with and you know went to high school with and you know have all these great memories with and they were just they were different people you know and for me, I felt, you know, isolated for a really long time, and it really fucked with me for a really long time. Fucking aliens, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking aliens. No shit. Where I felt at the time that everybody else was fucked up except for me <laughs> because of the fact that I had been around the world a bunch of times in my four years in the Marine Corps. I had seen some fucked up things. I would seen what the real world actually is, and then I come home to this little bubble of yeah. these stupid yeah. high school kids doing the same stupid bullshit they were doing back in high school, and I'm like... What the fuck, man? So a big part of what keeps me sane nowadays is being tied into the veteran community, right? Uh, surrounding myself with people that I enjoy being around, being around, you know, doing things with people that I enjoy doing. Dirt bike with. day. Dirt bike day. Dirt bike day. Fucking best day ever. <laughs> so so with one thing that, that I fucking find so incredible about what Triple B does is the fact that you guys take veterans that could otherwise just be fucking lost you know wandering through the fucking sticks on their own or suck starting a nine mil or suck starting a fucking nine mil that is fucking prevalent in our community you guys take these dudes and you get them together dudes and chicks excuse me veterans get them together put them in front of a campfire and and you know have conversations enjoy each other's company and man it's so funny like watching at the beginning of one of those uh, one of those bonfires or one of those campouts where you know you have the normal crew that you know is typically there for most of them and then you have some outliers that come that you know aren't there for all of them are there for some of them whatever first timers that kind of like are quiet at the beginning 
But by the end of it, by like night two or three or whatever, they're at the fire and everybody's laughing and everybody's having yeah. a great time. And it just it is such an incredible thing. And you see these dudes go home afterwards and just have they're, they're recharged. You know, they're there's their skin's not pale anymore. They are freaking ready to take the world on again, knowing that they have their support network back and they have people who maybe they didn't, you know, weren't with them in combat, but experienced combat or experienced similar fucked up situations just like you did and you now realize that maybe the world's not fucked up maybe you're a little fucked up but that's okay because you're not alone well and you have and you have a huge outlet yeah yeah you know that's the biggest thing is just having that outlet and and belonging you know having those fucking like-minded people to talk to talk to exactly yeah because one thing the the military does kind of poorly is transition Mm-hmm. Oh, because... fuck. Call your staff sergeant by his yeah. first name. Oh. Here's how you write a resume. Good yeah. luck, yeah. fucker. Yeah. 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 yeah, and But not only that, but like, I mean, the day, like, as, you know, I retired October 1st. And October 2nd, I, I, I was on my own. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, oh, by this yeah. time, I was... Retired, so I have my wife and kids and anything. But as far as the military is, con- military yeah. is concerned, you know, I... Yeah, you're out. You're I'm, done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that's retirement. I mean, if you just do four years, I mean, you're really done. It's like you, yeah. you don't have very much. Um, you're, you're not a part of a union anymore. You're not a part of a group. You don't have stuff. So the building back up that camaraderie is a very big thing. The other the other thing is, and there's the there's the... The people that go that just need to de-stress, decompress, talk some stuff out and everything. But then if you think about it, there there's other people like um, we've actually had a couple and they were actually still active duty. Um, both of them were inner city kids. Um, never went out camping, hunting or anything outdoors or anything. And they, you know, these two happened to join the Marine Corps. So the only experience they have being outside is training where someone's just they're humping a bunch <laughs> yeah. of crap and someone's yelling yeah. at them yeah. or uh combat yeah it's yeah. not a field so, so every time they've been outside it just sucked yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i love i lo- in fact i like getting those guys and like yeah showing them that how to just recreate outside yeah, right. like outside's cool you can do a lot of fun stuff we've added a lot of stuff we do rock climbing um we added rock climbing oh, yeah. uh, mountaineering uh, rappelling, canyoneering, um, spelunking. No, no can't find, can't find. Can't I would find do it, it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Can't find a place around here to do it. Way. Yeah, yeah. It's hard out here. Um, down for the other shit. But it, it's amazing yeah. though what you can hear in nature when nobody's fucking yelling at you. Yeah, yeah. right. Or what you can see and do. And yeah. not here. Yeah, Just and then yeah, the quiet. other side yeah. of it is Just like be fucking quiet. Yeah, the the campouts focus on, the on one thing. group, and then the little smaller activities like the hikes and and stuff like that. Uh, it's a goal-oriented task, which everyone's used to doing, but you're you're doing it f- fun. Yeah. For fun, you know, you're not like yeah. if you could say, "Oh, mountain climbing." Okay, we're taking this hill, but we're when you're one, you're not getting shot at. No one's throwing hand <laughs> grenades at you right. or anything, and or you don't have a well. Sometimes you might have a heavy pack on, but yeah, you don't have gunny behind you yelling and screaming at you. Yeah. You walk it. It's not mandatory. Yeah, it's not mandatory. You walk at a nice pace. You go listen to the birds. You look at the trees or whatever. In fact, I, one, of, one of my goals when we never redo these hikes or anything else like that is to break that god-awful three-mile-an-hour Marine Corps <laughs> freaking uh, pace. 
Because everyone I know, they strive for back on, and all of a sudden, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, dude, right. slow down, take yeah. a deep breath, calm down, look at the trees. Just take a look around. Yeah, take a look around. <laughs> all right, pack on. I'm going to go boom, 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 boom. One, I'm getting older. I don't want to walk that fast. <laughs> um, and, and two, yeah, you, no time to look around, no time to do stuff. And like, are you tired? No, I'm not tired. I'm like, well, I am. Yeah, you're fucking. <laughs> <old. laughs> yeah. yeah, take a break. Let's sit down and yeah. like do nothing for 15 minutes. Yeah. Why? You know. You know so, but and it's and it's it's one of those things like because I I came up and I did I did forestry, wildland firefighting, hot shotting, and then I was a CB. So anytime I was on a hill, there was some motivating factor behind it. Like, you know, we need to get. Hose, we need to get a hose layup to this fucking hilltop. We need yep. to, we need to get ammo to this fire pit. We need to resupply this or something. And there was always some extra push behind yep. you. And then I, I like I remember my first couple of hikes as a civilian. I was just like, well, this is fucking stupid. Like, what are yeah. we even doing here? Yeah, you didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. Why am I getting to the top of this? Yeah, yeah. and it was, ex- yeah. It was and exactly... And also, why is everybody hiking so slow? <laughs> yeah, 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 we just it, went over to It was exactly yeah. that same thing, which is why like I can't. You know, anytime the wife's like, hey, I want to go for a walk, I'm like, cool, let's fucking do this. Death yeah. march. And we're yeah. like, yeah. We're, yeah, we're running a fucking crucible, and she's like dying a yeah. mile behind me, and I'm like, fucking keep up. Yeah, yeah. keep up, goddammit. And you get so Slacker. frustrated yeah. because they're falling back. You're like, fucking right here. Yeah, but yeah. there's like, left, I've left, those- left, left. <laughs> Yeah, but I've had those moments yeah. where it was like like when we did that road trip to Oregon and we went on those hikes where, you know, I had the kids with me and shit and all of a sudden like I couldn't be that guy. Like, you know, that that guy fucking left. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, these are your fucking like these are my kids I'm talking to. Yeah. You know, let's let's stop and fucking hey, there's a park bench here. Let's Enjoy fucking the scenery. Yeah, let's yeah. sit down, have some fucking water, a little snack pack or whatever the fuck, and just like, hey, Fucking listen to the birds yeah. chirp. Well, and, and that's one of the things that, like, I focus on on my because I do a lot of the, the the more active parts of this is, in the military likes colors. You know, your your mental levels. You know, they I think it's yellow, orange, red now. Like yellow is normal. Red is like oh, oh crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're used to being in those areas in orange and red. That's At all how, times. Yeah, and, and like there is yeah, and there is and. There's that comfort. your brain wires yeah your brain wires to that this is how your neurons work and they go together they have wired to the point where if you go up on a mountain you're stressed because that's you're you're the the like physical structure of your brain yeah. has built that where now you need to learn and unwire that and wire it back to where you can be up on a mountain down in yellow. And, and just, just and just be recreating, not yeah, like just operational. Be, yeah, just be, sure. oh, wow, look at that squirrel, you know? Oh, cool. <laughs> not like, is that a ground squirrel or a tree yeah. squirrel? Because I can eat a tree squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's good shit that you guys do, man, and I, and I always appreciate it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go to the next yeah, one. Yeah. So, that. Um, yeah. So our yeah. Where do we? Where do where yeah, do people how, find you? Okay. So we're we... we're on Facebook, Triple B Adventures. If you don't have Facebook, our website is very easy, www.tba.vet, and uh, we've got a calendar on there. Um, I've got events. I think to the beginning of September, I'll be getting a lot more on there uh, yeah, out yeah. to the end of the year. But yeah, we've got. Ju- I mean. 
Pro tip, if you just type in triple into the search bar on <laughs> it's Facebook, the it's the second, up. yeah. It's first or second, yeah. 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 Triple B the, the, Adventures. The B reason that does that may or may not be totally in line with Secret Service computer loss, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you work goes, for the goes, CIA. It's it goes along with uh, with being veterans. You know how to tweak the fucking system. Yeah. So, hey, good yeah. times. Um, Get the buck outside. Yeah, some of the things, so. We generally do a, a, a weekend, Friday to Sunday, camp out every month. Um, Sunday, uh, September, we're not doing one because we're prepping for uh, a big one we do in October. Good, because we're going to be partying. Yeah, yeah, 3MR is a great time. Oh, 3MR is, ooh, when is the that? The best! October 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Oh, my God. Yep. I've been to That's a couple 3MRs. They um, are the big uh, fucking we've, Yeah, the, the biggest. Yeah, the mod, modern mountain man rendezvous. Um, I've been to the ones where, with um, <laughs> yeah. Rudy Reyes yeah. and some. Yeah. Uh, Look at this fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like repelling down a mountain. Yeah. No, he's tied to a rock. He's not repelling down anything. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we've got a like this Saturday we're doing a hike up Iron Mountain at, what the at fuck eight o'clock. Relax. Um, Look at that. We're butt. actually doing Look at that butt though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn yeah. son, but dunk a dunk. We're actually doing that canyon in October again. It's uh, I'll do that canyon. It's five rappels. I got a canyon you can do. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's yeah. It's five rappels, two eighty footers, water, down waterfalls into like pools of water. Can we just oh, jump into the water? Fuck yeah! Uh, if you want to jump eighty feet into the water, that's two feet deep. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a little shot. Highly suggest um, you do that. Hard no. Hard no. Yeah, we're doing. You um, <laughs> yeah, and we'll do beginner backpacking courses, and we're going to go up San Jacinto a couple times. Yes. We're actually doing a trip first up Mount Whitney in December in the snow. Dude. Have um, you ever heard? How fucking awesome. Have you ever heard? I, how awesome. I heard you talk about uh, San Jacinto. Awesome. I know I did. Yeah. You hit me twice. Do you now. know Dustin Brungert? You're my dude. Who? Come on. Ginger bearded Marine. Hey. No. We, we had a San Jacinto uh, experience. I'll have to share it with you. Is that the one where you're in the snow? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you couldn't see the trail, so you just right up. Well, we kept going, <laughs> and then we got to the top, and him being a Marine, I uh, he, he gave me the intel, so I, I believed his intel. Because you can't read. I believed his intel, <laughs> and uh, it was his tent. It was a small two-man tent. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I know you're a fucking Marine. You're going to fucking check your shit. And check the, the. I thought you were gonna say try to cuddle you. No, he's gonna, he's no gonna, I tried to cuddle him. He's gonna he's check gonna his check shit. Wait for it. Wait for it. We'll get, we'll get there. So, so we're we're fucking hiking up. Well, anyways, his intel said there's gonna be two inches of snow. Mm. No, no. It was fucking two feet in the first hour. Wow. Yeah. 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 So I'm in fucking five eleven and fucking thin gear. Yeah. And, oh. and and he's a little bit thicker. He's wearing fucking hiking shoes and shit. Cuddle. But I'm wearing 5'11 shoes and thin gear. And um, it's his fucking uh, tent that he's borrowed from a Navy guy. You're and, welcome. Um, <laughs> Support our army. We're going up, we're going up, <laughs> and uh, it's fucking snowing like a motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, it snows so much, we, we finally fucking summit. But we're right at the point where sun's breaking and we need to fucking set up camp, right? So he fucking breaks out the tent, but there's fucking poles that are busted and shit. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you know and it's good. So we'll, and then, we'll, we'll, and then we get to the top, and, and I'll, I'll finish real quick here. Quickly here. Um, <laughs> I bet you did. We get to, we get to the top. Friend. We're fucking... And and we're we're being dumb fucking Boy Scouts about it, right? So at the time, fucking Rangers were like, "Hey, because of COVID or because of whatever, we're we're not we're not gonna be around." And it says no fires. So yeah, that pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. So so he's being a Boy Scout. He's like, "Hey, we can't set a fire." I'm like, "Fuck that. We got to do fire." He's like, "No, I can't do it." We get to the top <coughs> and we're cold as fuck, and we got a broke ass fucking tent. So. He'd spend a couple minutes trying to Why don't you fix just go to the emergency shelter right there at the top? Yeah, well, that was not fucking in <laughs> operation part of the either. Recon. <laughs> <laughs> None of that shit was in operation. Wasn't on the crayon yeah. map from the Marine. So, yeah. so he'd bees. work a couple Proper minutes. Fire planning for and so we water. couldn't set a fucking fire because he wanted to go by the fucking rules. So fortunately, I had like a couple of like e fire fucking shits, little, mm-hmm. little fucking, you know, pieces of. You know, you could create like a fucking six inch fire. So created the six inch fire. I'd heat my hands up and then I'd fucking work on the tent. And then he'd heat his hands up and then he'd work on the tent. Pro tip. Finally, we got it. Pro tip. Pro tip. Uh, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Even in a red flag situation, (laughs) if it is for survival or signaling, you may start a personal fire. Oh, yes. fuck yeah. yeah. I don't care so, what the hey, situation is. If you're cold, it is start not, a fucking fire. It is not a comfort fire. It is a signaling or survival fire. Yeah. Pro, pro tip, as soon as it started snowing, you should have turned around. <laughs> both, both are correct. Now you know. Both, knowing is after battle. At all. Both, yeah, both are yeah. correct. But I was with the fucking Boy Scout motherfucking marine that wanted to obey all the fucking rules he wanted to cuddle naked but no, no he didn't <laughs> we'll get to that oh, we're still shit. getting to okay. that <laughs> so we finally get the tent set up and uh well another caveat to that was this motherfucker it's a marine but he wasn't winterized fucking trained right i grew up in wisconsin yeah i know there's there's different fucking um thought processes on it but he wanted to fucking burrow down under the fucking snowpack and get to the fucking level. So we wasted time to fucking do that. I'm like, hey, just go on top of the fucking snowpack. We'll be fine. We don't need to waste time borrowing through all that shit. So he's like doing all that. I'm like, doesn't make any sense. Anyways, we finally fucking set up the tent. And uh, we're under the snowpack. But it starts fucking leaking down on us. And the last thing that he sees, so I, I was I was trained in fucking negative thirty negative thirty degree weather. So I took off all my clothes. Except for my boxers. But he didn't see that. Actually at that point, because we had summited to that point, I took off everything. Boxers and everything. I was in my fucking bag. I was in a double bag, I took off all my clothes. But I had a spare pair of boxers yes. on, or that I was gonna put on. Damn. So the last thing that he saw was I fucking got naked, ah, and and he's in the middle of the night. He's fucking freezing, and he's like, "Oh man, I don't fucking know. I'm fucking scared." And I told him, "Hey, bro, get in the bag with me." I had a double bag. I said, "We're good. Get in the bag." He would not get in the fucking bag with me, because the last thing he saw was I was getting fucking completely naked. Yeah. 
It's for survival. Pro pro tip number number two is you should have gone to the Triple B Adventures Intermediate Mountaineering Clinic and you wouldn't have had a problem. Okay, okay. So for the record, and for my to get nuts above with me, but he was scared because he thought I was naked and I had boxers on. Okay, but for the record, and for my wife, in case she ever hears this, (laughs) because we had a night like this, we were camping up in some fucking mountain. I forget. Uh, and it was cold. It was like proper fucking cold. And she refused. I told her. I was like, hey, straight survival. Butt ass naked, nuts to butt. Like, it, it'll keep us warmer. Yeah. She's like, no, that's that's bullshit. You're just trying to get frisky. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. I'm gonna wrap up in my fucking sleeping bag. And I'm like, okay, but there's an air barrier between yeah. the two of us. You can wrap up in your sleeping bag and we're both going to freeze. Or we can cuddle up together. She didn't believe me. Both she just thought I was warm. trying to fuck. I was, which also, <laughs> caveat, also would have raised our body temperatures. Yes. Of course. Yeah. But burned calories. And For one and a half minutes. Maybe. It's all if you need to heat up. It was cold. Push it. It was, That's pushing it. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> so, you know, hard two inches. 45 um, seconds of warmth and yeah. 45 minutes of regret. Right. So just for anyone listening, that's not bullshit. No. Right? Like, you're fucking cold as shit. You're about to die. Get fucking naked. No yeah. homo. Some freaky shit. I mean, whatever happens, it happens. You know, you could die with a dick in your butt. <laughs> or, you, have say, yeah. you have to say no homo, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Otherwise, it doesn't count. Yeah, and, and actually, to go further on that, you should do that before you get too cold because naked to naked won't t- lift someone out of hypothermia, yeah. but it will put, or, slow down someone going into. So if they have hypothermia, you kept your clothes on too long. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you think you're going to get cold and it's going to get serious, you should strip down then. Um, no, instead, we spent the whole night fucking shivering, and I'm like, babe, we could be naked spooning right now. Naked? Yeah, naked. but she, she had more faith in her fucking sleeping bag than she did in my illustrious body. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, yeah. To be fair, to be, to be fair, fair, I would... I would cuddle with you in a survival situation yeah. in a heartbeat, bro. Was, in a he's fucking my heartbeat. go-to guy. Are you kidding yeah. me? I would crawl inside you like a freaking tauntaun. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about spooning. You wanted to get like yeah. silence of the lambs. Don't set this gut super gay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's close this out. This has been a great podcast. It's been a long one. Uh, Bjorn, thank you very much for everything. Thank you, sir. Yeah, great to be here. Thank you. I have a couple oh, yeah. of gifts for you. The first one is... Typical little freaking. Nice. Uh, Thank you. Yep. Little, oh, that's uh, sweet. Oh, I got a uh, gift for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bigger. No, so, it yeah. don't matter. I already so, lost my teeth. <laughs> so again, uh, Triple B Adventures, great, great organization. We've uh, uh, we've supported these guys in the past. Um, I want to give you a little bit more support again. So. That's our second gift on behalf of Tip oh, Real Estate Team. Thank you. Um, use that to continue to help vets. And wow, really that's really generous. You guys, yeah. Thank oh, you yeah. guys very much. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. 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 That'll, hey. That's a, a lot of naked spooning. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Cheers to naked spooning. Hey. Yes. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks again, doctor. Appreciate you. Doctor. Thank you for bringing your better half. Um, yep. yeah. It's been real. Pleasure to meet and, you. Uh, see you guys next time. Awesome. Great. Keep doing good things. Yeah. yeah. Make good decisions. Shut her down. No, don't do that.
Thank you.